maybe we think it's directed at us. Our reaction is to the anger itself. It's not to what's really going on. So the big question is, what is below the tip of the, the anger is the feeling, right? But what has, what's causing that feeling of anger? What's below the surface? So as parents, when we ourselves are angry, we can ask ourselves the same question. Like what's below the tip of our iceberg? Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey parents, it's Renee sitting here, teen life coach and parent partner. In this episode of the Empower Parent Podcast, we're going to talk a little more about having an angry teen and really what that emotion of anger, where it's coming from, what it looks like and what it means. So anytime you have a teenager who's angry and it seems like maybe they're angry for no reason or they're angry a lot of the time, it can be super frustrating as a parent, but there's always more to the story. So what I want to do in this episode is kind of look at the anger or any other kind of surface emotion as the tip of an iceberg, right? So visualize an iceberg and we have that piece of the iceberg that is above the surface, but then most of the iceberg is actually below the surface. And so the anger or that other surface emotion, whatever it is that you're dealing with that's frustrating for you, it's the tip of the iceberg. A lot of times when our teens are angry, we as parents react to the anger, right? That's normal. They come at us, they're, they're saying something or doing something or spewing something. And so we oftentimes react to the anger. Maybe we think it's directed at us. Our reaction is to the anger itself. It's not to what's really going on. So the big question is, what is below the tip of the iceberg? The anger is the feeling, right? But what has, what's causing that feeling of anger? What's below the surface? So as parents, when we ourselves are angry, we can ask ourselves the same question. Like what's below the tip of our iceberg? What am I really angry at, right? Am I angry because I feel disrespected? Do I feel underappreciated? Do I feel not valued? Do I feel all alone in my parenting, which a lot of parents often do feel that way. They might look at other parents and compare themselves and think those parents have everything so easy and their kids are so perfect and we feel very alone. That's really common among many parents. So exploring our own anger and what's below the tip of our iceberg and getting really honest with ourselves about where that's coming from can be a really powerful exercise for you to do on yourself. And it can be really eye-opening because a lot of times what we find is that anger that we're experiencing, even though we might be mad at our kid, what we're really mad about is something else. So exploring our own anger can be really, it can actually be really powerful in letting go some of your own stuff 
and getting a handle on it so you don't feel that mad all the time or you don't feel upset all the time and can be really uplifting, encouraging. When we have angry teens, it's the same idea. So a kid comes home from school, they slam the door, they make a smart comment, their their face is all like ticked off at the world. That is the tip of the iceberg. And that again is what we usually react on. But the really important question is again, what's below the iceberg? And the reason that question is so important is because that's where the message lies recognize that their anger is coming from not the situation necessarily that happened, but their interpretation of something that happened or some thought they had. And often those feelings that exist below the iceberg that are showing their face as anger are feelings like guilt or sadness. Your teenager might feel hurt. Maybe they feel not included. Their friends went off and did something. Maybe they got a bad grade, even though they studied and studied, studied, and they feel like a failure. They're comparing themselves to their peers or their siblings, right? Maybe they're disappointed or embarrassed about something happened that happened, or they could be feel shame about something. You know, there's a lot of shame with teenagers, and a lot of that is attached to decisions or choices that they make based on them trying to fit in or peer pressure because they're not comfortable in their own skin. So there's so many emotions or reasons why that anger is showing its face, the tip of the iceberg. That is not the message. The message is what's below. So a tip I have for you is to try to step back Take that bird's eye view that I've talked about before and recognize that there is a message below the anger or whatever that surface emotion is. And we want to try to act on the message, not on the anger, because a lot of times when we act on the anger, it ends up just in more conflict. But when we act on the message, like if we know our kid is feeling disappointed about something, we're going to act on that a little bit different than we're going to act on them being mad and, you know, lashing out on us because we know they're really hurting or they're really disappointed. And so, again, the tip here is act on the message, not on the anger. And I'm going to share with you something that I learned from Renee Jane, her name is actually Rini Jane of Gozen, and it's called La Lying Your Anger. La La Your Anger. And this is something I work on teen clients with. This is something you could try on yourself. You could share with your teen, although I think a lot of teenagers probably aren't going to be necessarily open to learning this from their parents, but you can try it if you have that kind of relationship with your teenager. So when we have anger, And when we feel angry, it actually causes physical reactions. It goes into our body. So locate where in your body that anger or that other surface emotion is. For example, some people might clench their teeth or clench their fists. Maybe your heart races or you get butterflies in your stomach. So locate where that anger is inside your body. So that's the first piece. And then allow yourself to feel it. A lot of times we try to push our feelings down or we're taught to push feelings down because that makes you weak. You shouldn't be angry. Just get, you shouldn't be angry. Just get over it. But the more we push our feelings down, the more power they have over us, the stronger they get. And eventually it's going to bubble to the surface and something not good is going to happen. Lose your marbles or whatever. And so we want to teach our children and understand ourselves that no emotions are bad right? It's really, really, really important for teenagers to know 
that it's okay to feel. We are all human beings, and so it's okay to feel anger or sadness or whatever it is we're feeling. So locate that feeling, that anger in your body. That kind of brings awareness to it. Allow yourself to feel it. It's okay. Sit with it for a little bit. You don't want to sit with it for days on end, but allow yourself to feel it because it will dissipate. And then listen to the message that that emotion is sending. Look below the iceberg. So if you're really angry, you know, you get this bad grade and you're really ticked off about it, that's surface. What's below it, you feel like a failure. And so that's what we wanna work on. We wanna listen to the message that our emotion is sending us and act on that message. Truly, that's what emotions are. They're, they're talking to us. It's our body talking to us. It's giving us signals, right? And a lot of times we just brush it away or we just exasperate it. And really, if we start to kind of think of our emotions as, or some of those feelings we have of anger or sadness and look below that, that's where the message is. That's where the work needs to be done. That's where we want to put our actions so that we can come out of that. You know, I had a client recently, a few months ago, who grew up with messages that it's kind of not okay to feel. It wasn't okay to be sad or upset or mad. And that, 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 that those feelings made you weak. And they kind of got ridiculed for it and put down for feeling, for feeling the feels. And it took a long time to work with this client to unwind it. And we had many, many, probably a good solid two to three months of coaching sessions. This was a 15 year old who cried on almost every session. And when she first, when, when that first happened, she was trying to stifle it. But then, you know, it took some time for me to help her to recognize that no, it's okay to feel the feels. And not only is it okay, it is important to allow ourselves to feel these normal human emotions so that we can process life. The problem comes into play when they take over our life. But when we allow ourselves to feel it, let them bubble to our, the surface, sit with the discomfort for blood, discomfort for a little bit of time. It's good. It's good to feel the feels. It's better when we can then begin to realize, okay, what's my body telling me? You know, why am I feeling this and what's going on? Why am I really angry? What's the message? And that's what you want to act on. That's a lot of what I do with teen coaching, just in general. What's the message that they're telling themselves that's causing it to come out and manifest in this way as the tip of the iceberg? So, Again, parents, remember when your teens are angry or whatever that emotion is, that is the tip of the iceberg. Act on the message if you can and not the anger because there's so much more to the story and you can really open up those lines of communication. So when we can learn that our emotions are okay, it's good to feel the feels and we don't have to fight them because there's a message there. And that message is what I'm gonna work on. That can be really empowering for teenagers, but also for parents. You can lala your own emotions. And this goes a long way in really helping teens with their day-to-day -day mental health when they actually start to recognize that they don't have to feel anger all the time, that there's a reason for it, there's a message there, and let's find out what that message is so you know that we can work through it. 
Teenagers want to be happy. They want to have a good relationship with their parents. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Sometimes you need a little help along the way, and that is okay. Again, my name is Renee Sinning. I'm a teen life coach and a parent partner. I work with teens and parents all the time. And if you ever want to talk or hop on a call, please reach out. You don't have to go at it alone. We could hop on a call and just get some of your questions answered. You can learn about teen life coaching and see if that might be a modality that could help your child or your family. Otherwise, try to la-la your emotions or teach this to your teens. It's really, really powerful. And I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.